Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Rebellion or Obedience, Part 3. Let's pray. Father, we are so thankful for your goodness and mercy. We come today hungry, Father. Teach us through your word about rebellion and obedience, Father. We choose to be an obedient person and not rebellious. Thank you for helping us. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. Well, folks, are going to close today our discussion about rebellion or obedience. I had the blessing of preaching this message or parts of this message in church this week, and I felt led to share this with you. I want to close out today. We talked in day one about King Saul and his rebellion, how that turned out. Talked about some definitions for rebellion and some synonyms and how Satan was an example of uh, what happens when you rebel against God. And yesterday we talked some more about some of the synonyms and then we got started with the antonyms. And I want to re- review a couple of those again and continue in this message. So, of course, antonyms for rebellion are opposites of rebellion. Submission, calm, harmony, peace, and obedience. Now, talking about obedience, the Lord prompted me for all of us to ask a few questions of ourselves in the area of obedience. Number one, do we obey God's call for holiness Or do we dabble with some of the filth of the world? You know, we can go to church on Sunday and then dance with a foot, you know, in Satan's areas and other days of the week and dabble with some of these things that produce death, which sin always produces. Question two, do we obey and choose the right friends? You know, the old saying, birds of a feather flock together. As a Christian, we're called in the word of God to hang out with good, strong Christian people. Number three, do we obey the word in avoiding alcohol, which is a mocker, or do we dance a little bit with the devil? Sadly, many Christians have a bad answer to that question, but I can tell you from personal experience in my life and observing many others, I've never seen one good thing come out of alcohol ever. Not one time has anything good come out of that. Number four, do we obey the word in praise and worship? Do we lift our hands and praise the Lord? Do we truly worship the Lord? Number five, do we cast our cares on the Lord today? If we didn't, we can change that right now, right? Number six, are we speaking to our mountains? I'm talking about rebellion versus obedience here, folks. Number seven, do we obey the word or rebel against it? And lastly, Did we read and meditate on the Word of God today? Just a few things we can all think about in terms of our obedience level versus rebellion. Let's go to Psalm 68, 6 in the King James Bible. God setteth the solitary in families. He bringeth out those which are bound with chains, but the rebellious dwell in a dry land. And I think all of us could admit that we don't want to end up there. Acts 5.29 in the Amplified, Then Peter and the apostles replied, We must obey God rather than men. We have no other choice. You know, in a sad example, folks, of the opposite of obeying God, in a recent poll in the United States, it showed that 60% of Americans said that abortion should be legal all or most of the time. Only 30% of the people support overturning Roe v. Wade, which made abortion legal. So think about that. 
Seven out of ten Americans support the slaughter of babies in the mother's womb, saying it's our choice. Now here's the real question for all of us. Do we want to follow the wide path to destruction or the narrow path to heaven? Let's not follow the 70%. And many of those claim to be Christians that support evil and rebellion towards God. Rebellion against God's plan for reproduction is at an all-time high. This is the ultimate hate crime in the world. Hating children so bad that they support their murder before they are even born. I'm talking about obedience versus rebellion. Do you think God will bring these people to heaven with him for eternity? Let's read John 3.36 in the Living Bible. And all who trust in him, God's Son, to save them, have eternal life. Those who don't believe and obey him shall never see heaven, but the wrath of God remains upon them. Notice those that choose to obey will have eternal life. You know, God hates the hands that shed innocent blood. Do you think God is going to allow people to be with him in heaven that totally voted for people that supported what God hates? But the good side of this, folks, if we choose obedience, if we choose not to hang out with the majority of people on the wide path to destruction, then we have the blessing to Deuteronomy 28 and more. Let's read that out of the New King James Bible. Blessings on obedience. Verse 1. Now it shall come to pass, if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God, to observe carefully all of his commandments, which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the earth. Verse 2. And all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Pause there for a second, folks. Part of obeying the Word of God is digging into the Word of God to find out what God thinks about everything. What he thinks about abortion, what he thinks about marriage, not what the world thinks. See, the God of this world, Satan, has perverted the minds of the majority of people in this world, twisted their thinking into thinking right is wrong and wrong is right. But if you choose to obey, we have Deuteronomy 28 and more. That was verse 2. 3. Blessed shall you be in the city, and blessed shall you be in the country. That's pretty much everywhere, huh, folks? For blessed shall be the fruit of your body, the produce of your ground, and the increase of your herds, the increase of your cattle, and the offspring of your flocks. 5. Blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. 6. Blessed shall you be when you come in, and blessed shall you be when you go out. Folks, that's pretty much all the time, right? 7. The Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before your face. They shall come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways. 8. The Lord will command the blessing on you in your storehouses and all to which you set your hand, and he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. And folks, the list of blessings goes on and on. And think about this, folks. The new covenant has greater blessings and greater promises. This is just some of the blessings under the old covenant. And as a Christian that's received Jesus as Lord and Savior, we have all these blessings plus the blessings of the new covenant. 
Because Galatians 3.13 says, Jesus Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. So all of us in Christ have these blessings. But these blessings come from obedience, not from rebellion. We all need to choose to run far away from rebellion and any sort of rebellion whatsoever, even if it's small. We all need to flee rebellion and run to Jesus and obey his every command, and that's the word of God. Not to be swayed by the world's ways, their new ways about thinking about marriage, their new ways of thinking about sex. See, all those things don't matter what the world says. It only matters what God said because he created us and he had a plan for us. And the plan has two paths. One is evil through Satan and the one is victory and love through Jesus and eternity in heaven to look forward to. I just pray that you'll choose obedience and not rebellion. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful. If we've missed you, Father, in any area, show us. We choose to repent, Father, and live for you. If we've been thinking wrong about marriage, if we've been thinking wrong about the slaughter of babies, I thank you people will change their ways, Father, and repent and come to you and live a life that glorifies you and be bathed in your precious blood. Thank you for your mercy. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at 812-449-8147 or at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.